Doing it live, doing it, doing it, doing it live, live coming from you Saturday night, doing Friday afternoon. It. Doing it, it in the butt. In the butt, butt. But, but, in my butt, butt, in my butt, butt. All that's, of our cold that's all I know. lately have just been you <laughs> rambling. Now rambling, it's about butts. Rambling about uh, intercourse, mm-hmm. usually, because it is usually the only thing on my mind. Yeah. No matter I, I what I'm doing you. in life. I really don't blame you. It's really sad. It's more of a curse, really, than a, <laughs> than a gift. Um, Can't wait till we, till we become old and decrepit. Oh, God. And our... And our genitals become useless. It's sad. You can't even like go to go go out in public because <laughs> you just you know you just want to like get your shopping done, and you're bombarded by <laughs> tons of attractive people, and all you can think about is intercourse, intercourse, <laughs> but 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 spreading this just just for the for the purpose of bringing on a new generation, right. not for self pleasure, right? Not for any that anything selfish like but that. Unlike Fred, that I discussed last week, yeah, I would rather do it with real people. As opposed to just watching it on my computer. But that's also fun. But I do well. it more on the computer than with real people. So I don't know what that means. With that attitude, yeah. <laughs> well, one of us can get a little bit more action from, from the randomness, the random kindness of strangers. Mm. If you t- care to take part in some of that. Adam's talking about himself again. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to The Skinny with Mike and Adam, episode 0138. Been having a good week yes. so far? Um, up until yesterday, it was an okay week. What happened yesterday? It's, we can't talk about it. Oh. So I'm not going to talk about it. Don't talk about it. I know. Why'd it was, you bring it, it up? was work-related. Why'd you bring it up? It was work-related. It kind of messed with my head, so it's like I'd, I'd rather not, not talk about it. And, was that you the know, day that, that you finally gave me therapy at work? That was the day, wasn't it? <laughs> was that yesterday? That was yesterday. <laughs> yesterday, yeah. No. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to hear that. I hope you, hope you feel better. Our friend Joe's we're in town, there. and we're going to see Joe. Go, Joe. Go, he Joe. He made it to his, his Krispy Kreme appointment yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our friend Joe uh, moved to Montana back in uh, August of last year, and uh, I guess he's been cra- They don't have Krispy Kreme up there, and he came down to California to visit us this past week. We're going to see him tonight, and... Uh, the first thing he did was go to the Krispy Kreme. Which was weird because I didn't even know there was still a Krispy Kreme here in California. Really? you never <laughs> seen one? Well, you know, they all went out of business for those the reasons that I right? told you. Yeah, yeah. And um, there's just a couple of them. There's a lot fewer of them now. What kind of reasons, Adam? Um, <laughs> well, we, my wife and I were discussing that Asian-owned donut shops are making a killing out there, unlike Krispy Kreme. Because A, they didn't give away free donuts when you walked into the store. Krispy Kreme never gave me free donuts. Oh, they gave you free donuts back in the early aughts. Really? Yeah, much like... Maybe I just didn't visit them enough. <laughs> Maybe. And so they, they, they lost money doing that. But the difference between them and the Asian-owned ones is that the Asian-owned ones don't let you use your credit card unless you're paying at least $5 <laughs> worth of merchandise. And, and, and it's really hard because you can, you can walk out of there with like four dozen boxes and it only costs like three seventy-five. Exactly. And like, no credit card. <laughs> then if you're lucky enough to buy that fourth or fifth box, yeah. a fifth dozen, you get, then, you get the total up to like five ten. You know? Then they add on 
the 50 cent convenience charge. Convenience. For it's using... for your own convenience, Adam. So that's why they did better than Krispy Kreme. Who's... It's just all the 50 cents stacking up. Yeah. Did Krispy Kreme do it that? It finally makes sense as to why when I get my dry cleaning done and it's $4 to get my pants pressed mm-hmm. and then I have to use my card and the lady looks at me in a panicked mode of, <gasps> you card? No, you, you, 50 cent. And I'm like, that's fine. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Does she speak English? She, she, <laughs> she sounds like somebody threatened her life. Exactly. Over 50 cents. She looks at my card with like these giant eyes. <gasps> what do I do? It's a 50 cent. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't speak enough. Is it Korean or Vietnamese that do all the dry cleaning? Vietnamese. Well, Viet- no, Vietnamese do the, uh, the cuticles. Nails, the nails. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And the Koreans do the dry cleaning. Yeah. The Thais do the food. Um, what do, who does the sushi? Is that the Japanese? The Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah, it's so it. racist you asshole no, the I one... thought the Mexicans did the Chinese buffets <laughs> <laughs> that's the one yeah well sushi does come from Japan yeah, that's okay. what you're asking yeah okay and also the fact that they only hire undocumented workers to mm-hmm. work in their kitchens. Yeah, yeah. I think that has really helped their business practice, where Krispy Kreme followed the laws. No, they have to follow the labor laws. Right, And right. pay at least a minimum wage. Right, which is just an ungodly, unseen, you know, vast, multi-billion dollar industry of minimum wage. Yeah, so the lesson, according to Adam, is to always charge 50 cents. Right. No matter what. <laughs> Even if you're paying with cash, hey, charge 50 cents. People who come to see me for therapy... They have to pay a convenience charge copay. Oh, there you go. <laughs> which is a little bit more than 50, 50 cents. <laughs> <laughs> and all that went towards the purchase of your new iPod, iPad Air 2. iPad Air 2, yes. Nice. <laughs> Thank you, government taxes as well. Well, it's, well. Definitely, it's definitely convenience for you, at least. <laughs> I plan to not use it. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Hey, uh, speaking of uh, not using... Oh, that's a bad segue, wasn't it? <laughs> God damn it, Mike. <laughs> that's a terrible segue. You better segue. hope that your microphone doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One way conversation for the next hour. This is just this is just Adam and his podcast <laughs> <laughs> talking to his imaginary friend. Right, shenanigans with Adam <laughs> just by himself. Oh, there we go. There's a, there's a good. There's a good. Uh, there's a good uh, segue. Speaking of shenanigans, uh-huh. there's a network where uh, shenanigans would run afoot, and that's the Melting Pod Network. You can check them out we do at love uh, them. themeltingpod.net. We love them. Even, even though, though we com- even though we quit and we begged for forgiveness to right. come back last week. And luckily, I don't think any of them noticed that we quit and then came back. <laughs> so it was okay. <laughs> because we're so good that they can't handle listening to our show. That might so they don't it. listen to our show. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of the Melting Pod Network, you can check out our friends. And you can check out uh, those, those guys at uh, Shit Rick Says at ShitRickSays.com, Facebook.com slash ShitRickSaysPodcast. Or uh, Shenanigans on iTunes. Be sure to subscribe to him. He's got a new uh, podcast setup, which allows him to bring his podcast on the go. Great. And he has assured the Illuminati of us in the Melting Pod Network that he will be pushing out more episodes in the coming future. Great episode from last week. Yeah. I know we put him down in our last (laughs) podcast, but yes, the, the guitar stuff was pretty cool. Yeah, it sounded really clean. Too. I didn't realize he was playing some Alexis on fire. Mm-hmm. Pulmonary archery from their self-titled debut album. I should have known that, but I didn't recognize it until he said. Well, he paid it. He didn't. It was. It wasn't an exact uh, replica of the intro, but it was, oh. it was like an homage to it. Okay. See, at least we knew who that was. Yeah. So we have something in common with him. Exactly. Because he was talking about us being a little bit younger than him, and so he's we not care. into all the same kind of music that he <laughs> is, but we at least know that band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something we have in common. If least. you make us listen to Rush and Nickelback, we're going to have to turn you down. Yeah, we're going to have to kick you off the network. Right. No Avril, <laughs> no Justin Bieber, <laughs> no Yes. Wait. Yes, are they Canadian? I forgot. I don't even know who that I is. I think they are. 
Well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can also check out the Dead Bedouins at deadbedouins.com, facebook.com slash deadbedouins, or twitter.com slash deadbedouins. Also subscribe to them on iTunes. They should be back with uh, regular episodes uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, Sandman yes. has announced on his Facebook page, or on the Facebook page, that... Uh, this was the last highlight reel? Right, yeah. So, so if all, uh, according to him, if, if all goes according to plan... We should have a new episode probably within the next week or two. I'm excited. Uh, you can also check out a Generation Oddcast featuring our good friend Dave LeBlanc. I know him. You can find him at themeltingpod.net by clicking on the Generation Oddcast tab. And you can also subscribe to them on iTunes. No new episode this past week. Apparently Dave is moving to a different house. Ooh. Which is odd because everybody he podcasts with lives under the same house. We live in that same house yeah. and it's a little tiny heater that they all huddle around. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that, Well, good for him. I hope it's moving up. Yeah, yeah. And not moving down. I hope so. <laughs> good luck, Dave, and we hope that uh, we hope to hear from you soon, buddy. So uh, real quick, back to uh, Rick 1L Banks real yeah. quick. Good for him on quitting smoking. I know when he recorded his podcast, he was on day four. He was quite grumpy. Who knows where he was? On a medication he was. That, dops, that blocks your dopamine. And wasn't that hilarious that it was called Champex? Champix. Where in America it's called Chantix. Chantix yeah. And it just reminds you that that's one more reason why Canada kind of sucks. <laughs> is that it's kind of like America, but it's slightly different. Yeah. Just enough to, to really annoying. piss you off. <laughs> <laughs> and you can also check out uh, the newest show on the MeltingPod.net. That's Beards and Booze over at Facebook.com slash Beards and Booze, Twitter.com slash Beards Booze. And you can check out their Twitch channel every Friday on Twitch TV slash Beards underscore and underscore Booze. Also subscribe to them on iTunes. But uh, we got a lot of show. We got a lot of stuff to cover this week, including the second annual Alternative Press Awards. Uh, I'm excited. The, the, the nominations were uh, announced this past week, and we got to get through all of them because... That's, that's that's what we do, goddammit. We are hoping to someday be the official podcast of Alternative Press. Yes. They don't fucking have one. Well, if we had landed that Nerdist deal, we had just kept our big mouths shut. We could have chosen which network we wanted to go to after <laughs> exactly. that. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So let's Fuck. go ahead and uh, jump into the feed. we got a lot to talk about. Well, shit balls. Well, shit balls. Bitch. Well, that's what the internet was saying this past week over the announcement Uh-oh. that uh, we, the Daily Show, has announced they finally have a successor to uh, Mr. John Stewart. No, can and, you uh, believe did, it? Did you call this? No, I called. I said it was going to be uh, Jordan something or other. Clevenger, okay. I think, is his name. Okay. Who's like the new white guy? Um, <laughs> all of the old people I've realized have left. Oh, <laughs> John really? is kind of the last one of like the old mid-aughts folks because Jason Jones just left mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago and Asif left and uh, of course John Oliver went on to be in his own show and everything so. I feel like uh, la- what's, what's it called Last Week Tonight that's the yes. name of the show right I feel like that's a perfect uh, that's a perfect replacement for uh, Daily Show well it's only one half hour per week yeah and that's there's true. no people getting interviewed but John <laughs> Oliver does a great job and I enjoy it greatly so yes Trevor Noah, who's apparently... Trevor Noah is one of the newest members of the cast. He's freaking huge in South Africa. Apparently, Which would yeah. make sense why he is being scouted by The Daily Show. Mm-hmm. He's been on a grand total of three segments of so The Daily Show. So he has <laughs> earned his keep. Allegedly. <laughs> I remember those three segments being funny. Okay. Um, but I don't think I got like a full grasp of his humor yet. Okay. 
Um, but obviously his old Twitter rants. Uh, yes, apparently a lot of people are <laughs> upset because after the announcement that uh, that uh, Trevor Noah has been uh, what? Yes, oh, yeah. <laughs> he tweeted apartheid forever. <laughs> That's right. Segregation so after, always. After the announcement that Trevor Noah is the new replacement, apparently pe- people just went to his Twitter page and just started scrolling down. You know, a couple years back, three fucking his, years ago. <laughs> yeah, just to, just to see his old tweets, and people were not happy. I guess at not. all because he posted things like. Fat girls are like unicorns, something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, so you, wait, but, but he's a comedian. Why are people upset that comedians are making comedian jokes? Exactly. Well, those ones hurt people's feelings and were anti-Semitic. Oh. And John Stewart is a Jew, and I can't believe that he actually <laughs> didn't know this ahead of time, and he's probably How crying himself know? to sleep uh, on his piles of money. Yeah, like John Stewart's <laughs> ever made an anti-Semitic joke. The only reason I laugh at Jew jokes is because of John Stewart. Because of watching him <laughs> since 1999, right. I, I didn't even know that it was that what jo- Jew jokes were until I started watching him on the Daily Show. True, true. Um, so I don't know. Do we have the the tweets here? Something about I do not have unicorns and fat girls. And uh, no, I don't have the tweets open. I just have the announcement page. But maybe I should have put the tweets open. I guess. I think I, 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 that, was, that was why I put them there on our fan page. Oh well, then maybe you guys should go to the fan page because they were ass. funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> And slightly offensive, but that's but that's what uh, comedians do. So why are people like so up in arms about this? Because it's not late night comedy. Eventually, Clean. it will be. It's not the Jimmy Fallon brand. Oh, of comedy. there we go. People just people want everyone to be Jimmy Fallon. Conan's never made a Jew joke. No, he's <laughs> never made any offensive joke ever. Ever, especially about Kim Kardashian. Right. And that ass. Oh, here we go. So I got a few examples of uh, some of the stuff that he has been, uh, pe- people have been attacking him about. Let's see. Oh, yeah, the week, oh, damn it. Oh, yeah, the weekend. People are going to get drunk and think I'm sexy. Signed, Fat Chicks Everywhere. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching Olympic women's hockey. Yes. It's like lesbian porn without the porn. <laughs> Hashtag in love. <laughs> I don't, I'm not seeing the... Uh, there's, not, a, there's a unicorn one in there somewhere. <laughs> all right, let me see the unicorn. I'm not seeing the anti-Semitic joke that people are upset about. Let's oh, see. Oh, crap. I uh, thought it was somewhere in there. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, here we go. Messi gets the ball, and the real players try to foul him, but Messi doesn't go down easy, just like Jewish chicks. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't see the unicorn Who's one Messi? Sounds know. like more of a joke against him. Uh, it's probably some sports guy. You yeah, know, I know. Some sports guy. You know, they like their football. Yeah, yeah. They're in the South Africans. Yeah, I don't see the unicorn one here. Damn it! I know I read a unicorn one. Oh well, whatever. Oh well. Well, well. Regardless of this, uh, of this controversy, are you still excited for Trevor Noah? Sure, I'm okay. excited for a change. I mean, I knew John Stewart couldn't do it forever, and no, he's uh, immortal. Everyone knows <laughs> it. But he had told Jerry Seinfeld on uh, comedians in cars getting coffee that he was going to go another 10 years on The Daily Show. So I was really surprised that his announcement came up now Mm -hmm. as opposed to 10 years from now. That's interesting. Um, But, yeah, that should be interesting. And now Comedy Central can be like, you know, African-American pride. What's the show that follows? Yeah, Larry Wilmore. What's the name of that show? The Nightly Show. The the Nightly Show. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay, cool. Have you you seen that show? I watched the first 10 minutes because the, the second or the, the two-thirds Second after half. it okay. is just him sitting and talking with people about issues. Oh, and okay. I could really give a shit what 
random people's thoughts about issues are, <laughs> sure. especially when it comes to comedians and current events. Yeah, it's like basically just like the Bill Maher show at that point. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, but the first ten minutes are all kind of like the Daily Show, where it's just banter about current events, current events, and stuff. <laughs> yeah. so it's fun. All right, cool. Well, good, good for Comedy Central. Good for Trevor Noah. He's got some big shoes to fill, so. I hope that uh, he can move past this and uh, give the people a good show. I don't watch the Daily Show, so I could care. I could care less. So you whatever. probably should. <laughs> you probably should. So uh, next up here, DVR, we got some lives. unfortunate news. Well, it can also stream. Oh yeah, that's on right. CC dot com. Right. It's literally ep- only fifteen minutes that you have to watch. That's you don't true. need to watch the interview. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I realize that now with DVR and not watching the interview, I'm like, I can blow through these super fast. Yeah, yeah. it's great. So uh, we got some unfortunate news uh, for people who are fans of Scott Weiland oh. and uh, Scott Weiland's new band, uh, Scott Weiland and the Wildabouts. Stupid name, by the way. Well, this was the band that I was talking about a few weeks ago mm-hmm. that I had heard he was going to be playing some festival. Yes. And then he announced he was going to be in some band called Art for Anarchy or Anarchy for Artists. Yeah, or I think we like had that. that on the show, actually. Yeah. yeah. But this but is this not is, that band. This, this is, is not. Yeah, this is a different band. Uh, a solo project band. I guess so, yeah. Uh, solo and his Scott Weiland and his friends. But uh, they just had a new album to come out this past Tuesday on March right. 31st. Uh, but uh, one person who will not see the uh, album release date is the guitarist of that band. He goes by the name of Jeremy Brown. Are you familiar with him? No. Okay, so he's probably just some Hollywood dude, probably. friend friend of uh, Scott Weiland. Yeah, he unfortunately passed away uh, the on the Monday before uh, on right. at the age of 34. 34. So, yeah, yeah that doesn't sound good. But, uh, natural causes. I'm sure it was natural causes because yeah. when you're 34 and mm-hmm. you, it's time. You've lived a super clean life like Scott Weiland. Yes. Um, <laughs> who's now made it to almost 50 uh, with the mixture of tox- toxic substances he's yeah. put in his body. Um, he's yeah. ju- he's just a he's just a giant alcohol poisoning monster. Right. He's a he's a syringe filled with talent. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, but it's. Uh, 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 are you interested in listening to the the album? I kind of am, but I'm kind of bombarded with Blinkin' Blark. Too much. Fail brides. Fail music. Too much to get through. Still. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know what I'm going to be listening to, but hey, it's too bad that like yeah, how can you be excited about your band's album coming out and then going on tour? Yeah, and I know. Your guitar player dies. That's, yeah, that, that's that's one of the worst things that could happen to a band. So yeah. you know, good luck to the band. Uh, you know, best of luck to his family. The cause of death is as of right now unknown. It's only been a week, so uh, I can't imagine that we're gonna find out what the results are within the next two months or so. Man, probably. Who knows? I just read an article like a week or two ago where Scott Weiland got in trouble for acting rudely towards his fans Ooh. after a performance Rock stars don't a, do that. a meet and greet. Like fans, like people were tweeting afterwards saying, "God, Scott Weiland's such a douche." I walked up to him and said, "I've." been a fan for 20 years and he was just like yeah 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 i don't care get it like, let's get let's get this over with Ugh. and then he had to like apologize for his behavior and it was kind of you douchey. know <laughs> at least he man, apologized i mean no yeah at least he apologized <laughs> but like I, I i i'm so tired of this snobby attitude right. of of artists and entertainers these are the people that he give said you he your was tired mike he was tired oh can you imagine if if uh Jason Butler had done that to us when we walked up to him. <laughs> he was like, fine, let's get this over with. 
you guys like my albums, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Then we would have been on the show like, yeah, Let Live Set was not that good. You know? I mean, you know, it's very, you know, it was lacking the energy. It was just exactly. very aggressive up there. I know. <laughs> Uncalled for aggression, really. Well, if you're not uh, interested in Scott Weiland and the Wildabouts uh, this year, maybe you'll listen to this next album. This yes. actually gets me pretty excited. Uh, there's a magazine out there uh, called Rock Sound, and uh, to celebrate the magazine's 200th issue, they decided to get together with uh, some of, I guess, the staff's favorite bands uh-huh. and uh, release a compilation album that's going to be coming out April 29th. Compilation now, the, of covers? Or? A compilation of covers and tributes. Uh-huh. Now, the, they released a track listing. It's going to be 14 tracks long, and a lot of these tracks are very interesting, to say the least. Yes. Uh, we got uh, Yumi at Six, which is a pop-punk band. Are They're you familiar gonna, with them? I, they were brought to my attention this I've week. I've only heard like a few songs here, and I don't have okay. heard a full album. But uh, they're, they're, they're going to be covering uh, Kings and Queens by 30 Seconds to Mars. Right. One of their uh, one of their latest singles. 2007. From two albums ago. Nine. 2009, right? Something like that, yeah. From, okay. wow, what's the name of that album? This Is War. This Is War, that's right. Right. We also got the Enter Shikari, who we'll be seeing uh, in, the, in the next couple of weeks. They're going to yes. be covering Chop Suey by System of a Down. Okay, which one is Chop Suey again? <laughs> I don't think you trust in in my. <laughs> God, I fucking hated that song so much. But Enter Shikari's take on it should be pretty fucking fantastic. I, I think they would do a good job with the dual vocals. Yeah, yeah. Going back and, and just forth. their interesting kind of uh, trance core sound. Mm. That's gonna that's gonna really elevate that song. I'm really interested to hear that. Interesting. Architects, or will it end up as your worst album? Disappointment. <laughs> we had two cover albums last year that, right. that, that had the displeasure of being on my top one and two. Disappointing. Uh, but Architects. Architects will be covering Wait and Bleed by Slipknot. That, Are you interested in that? I don't think that's going to sound much different. Sure. Because, eh. Architects is a pretty heavy band. Yeah. One of your favorites from last year yes. also. I would be interested in hearing that because that's like one of the songs that I could actually stomach listening to from Slipknot. True, yeah. Off of that, off of their first self-titled album. Um, couple the rest more, of that album is kind of unlistenable. A couple more interesting ones. We got a, a, a metalcore band called Barry Tomorrow going to be covering "Bring Me to Life" by Evanescence. <laughs> hey, our band tried to cover. We Bring tried me to, to life. and then a band broke up. <laughs> uh, lower than this. Atlantis will be doing "Everything Is Alright" by Motion City Soundtrack. Mm. One of my favorite songs from them. Interesting. Uh, we got, uh, hmm. Oh, We Are the Ocean going to be covering The Pretender by Foo Fighters. They're not the hardcore Christian band. They are the hardcore okay. Christian band. I get them confused with Being As an Ocean. Isn't oh, it? you're right. That isn't Being As an Ocean. <laughs> I guess I got it confused. <laughs> Thank Why? you for... How, how oh, so many oceans? have two bands? One's called We Are the Ocean and one is called Being <laughs> As an Ocean. <laughs> that doesn't make that's any like, sense. That's, uh, I get confused because there's a band called... Uh, yeah. There's, there's a there's a band called uh, uh, Oceana, yes, and there's a band called Oceano. <laughs> right. <laughs> How did they get away with this? Uh, there's also uh, a couple more. Uh, the Defile will be covering "It Never Ends" by Bring Me the Horizon. You got to remember, Oceana became Polyenso. Polyenso, so yes. Oceana no longer band. exists. Uh, and then uh, let's see, we got Hacktivist will be doing "Rock Superstar" by Cypress Hill, and then yeah. finally a band called R O A M Rome will be covering "Someday." By Nickelback. <laughs> someday, somehow, gonna make it all right, but not right now. I am I'm super interested in this compilation. Yeah. I think it's. I think. The, I think the bands are unique. Are, are unique enough to bring their own flavor, and not you know just kind of 
is I I feel like this isn't going to be pandering as shit like the punk like the punk goes mm. compilations yes. that come out every God, year. Those are just annoying. They're bad. This one seems legit. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really interested. To hear oh, this one. someday. You know, I I heard that song before the album came out. Of course, it was because they were touring a- on Silver Stied Up, and then. Someday was going to be the lead single off of their follow-up album to that. So oh, okay. at the show that I went to, that Jerry Cantrell song. opened for them. They're like, here's our new song. And then they played that one. I was like, that sounded okay. And then they played, I like your pants around your feet. I hate the people that you meet. <laughs> oh, God, that song was awful. Well, I hate the white stains on your dress. Hopefully we'll, hopefully we'll get to hear a listenable Nickelback song in the, in the, in the, in the coming weeks. So uh, really quick, I wanted to do a quick announcement here. A couple weeks ago, uh, I shared with you guys the news that uh, Under Oats, uh farewell DVD documentary uh, will, had, a, had a trailer release. But now we finally have a release date mm-hmm. on that, and it's going to come up very, very soon. And uh, by the way, look out, Avengers Age of Ultron. Because <laughs> Under Oath, Tired Violence will be releasing on May 1st. Is it going to be in theaters alongside Avengers Age of Ultron? In select theaters. And by select theaters, I mean Mike's house. <laughs> Mike's bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> so are you going to give us a thorough review of I this will movie? Be, I, dude, I, I really I, that, feel you should. That trailer got me hooked right away. Yes. And, I am, and like I mentioned, I'm a huge, Under Oath is one of my all-time favorite bands. Yes. And uh, this trailer seems to be bringing to light some things that you know us fans didn't know about when they broke up Bring and i really life. really uh want to, know, want to know just because i'm such a big fan of them and you know i i, I respect them all as artists right and uh it, it just seems like an interesting story too you're definitely a huger fan than me so i think you would Very true. you would get a lot more of everything that's being discussed yeah yeah than if i watched it and i'd be like wait who was that guy again and what did yeah. that guy play and is that the third guitar player or the eighth <laughs> guitar player or <laughs> there there are there in, in the trailer there were literal tears by many of the band members and i feel like i'm gonna because i've been very emotional this you know lately of course because so uh i feel like i'm gonna start crying for no reason you probably need some champex because yeah, apparently champex. it blocks I'll your dopamine that. and uh <laughs> wait that might not work then you won't be able to feel happiness no no i won't feel anything <laughs> Don't feel anything and uh, finally, all. last news story in the feed. Uh, the unfortunate news: if you're a fan of Panic at the Disco, you will be <laughs> saddened to know uh, that uh, Spencer Smith, the drummer and only other original member of Panic at the Disco, has decided to leave. Oh. He's leaving on uh, good terms. Uh, you know, he's 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 he posted a message on PanicAtTheDisco.com, just basically saying, you know, it's been it, it's just it's time. We, I was on this it's been long, ten years. Yeah, I've been on this long journey with the band, and the band grew to something he never thought it would he's proud of everything that the band is, has, has released and he wishes the band uh, you know well, good he, things in the future he won all those uh, Grammys this year for uh, best song and best new artist and are all you that. being sarcastic well you said Spencer Smith was the one who won all the Grammys remember earlier oh yeah oh yeah I didn't say that yeah <laughs> Sam Smith I god mean. damn it Mike you're <laughs> supposed to keep up with your names I don't even keep track of my own jokes <laughs> well so that's the last album was, was pretty good the one first of my favorite three albums I did not listen to. Yeah, you don't need to. Feels, still feels awkward. I think the only one that you should listen to is the first. Okay. Because the the, the second and the third are just fucking weird. Yeah. They, they they try these weird experimental things and it just doesn't pan out. Mm-hmm. And there's, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure their hardcore fans will disagree with me, but I don't think there's anything redeemable in two or three. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, um, too weird to live, too young to die is a. Uh, Fantastic fucking record Can I and uh, delete the heart. what the fuck is the really popular song that they first hit with? Oh, what um, is that called? It's not girls, girls, boys. No, 
Miss Jackson. I chime in with how are you people? Oh, yeah, that one. Can I skip over that one? If you want to. Okay, because I I, like that song. I've always disliked that song. <laughs> I'll jump in with the heaven you people ever heard of. <laughs> so that leaves uh, Brent, uh, Brendan Neary as the last remaining member. And uh, I, was, I was thinking about this. I don't think any of the fans give a fucking shit. <laughs> Probably not. As far I as they know, Brendan Neary is the only member. He is the only <laughs> member of Panic! at the Disco at this point. Because <laughs> I don't know if their fans have aged or if they're just eternally been 15 mm-hmm. to 17. But um, That's the, uh, yeah, that's the, uh, what do you call it? Uh, that's the... Fountain of Youth. The Fountain of Youth. Listening to Panic at the Disco. Right. Just that one <laughs> album over and over again. You don't want to move up, move forward to the second through fourth albums. Yeah, so they're, I, 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 I imagine that they might have some new music coming up soon, so good luck to Brendan Urie and whoever he decides to write music with in the future. Well, there's still two other people in the band. <laughs> that we, yeah, I think they're a rotating thing, though. I don't think, oh. <laughs> I, don't think I don't even think they're going to get album credit. <laughs> In the summer of uh, 2014, uh, Alternative Press, uh, Alternative Press uh, aired and did the first annual, first ever Alternative Press Music Awards. Yay. And uh, to the, for the most part, I, I mean, we talked about it on the show last year, but uh, I felt like it was a successful uh, venture. It was fun. I oh, really yeah. wish that they would have played clips from the actual bands when they mm-hmm. were announcing the nominees, yeah, rather than just like random stupid music behind True. them. Um, but that was my only constructive criticism. Yeah, yeah. Besides Ronnie Radke being there, <laughs> <laughs> he might be there this year too. But uh, exactly. uh, so, but uh, th- this past week, Alternative Press, oh, you can check them out at altpress.com. They released the official nominees for who's going to be uh, uh, who's going to be attending the uh, award show this year. Now, if you now if you remember or if you care, uh, the <laughs> Alternative Press Music Awards are completely. Fan driven, right? All Which the is... all the awards are um, well. The nominees are decided on by uh, industry experts, and oh. the winners are uh, decided upon by fans who can start voting right away. And so I you... I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it turns into the Teen Choice Awards. Yeah, it turns into this <laughs> basically into the this Teen Choice where, Awards. <laughs> we did, we did talk about this last year where we both felt like Kellen Quinn's kept on winning everything. Yeah, <laughs> we felt like we felt like. It was definitely skewed towards whoever was popular and not was well, not what was good. Right. Uh, so we, f- so I, I, at least I was in the opinion of have a have a fan category, but do the major awards run by industry experts? Maybe with some influence by the fans, but mm. it shouldn't be one hundred percent fan driven. But it seems to be the that seems to be the direction they're going to continue to go until further notice. Right. So whatever works for them. But uh, we got the nomination list, and for the most part, uh, you know, this kind of just carries over from 2014 and the albums that were released. Some it's, of this is just weird. I think they're just throwing them in there just because. It's almost a carbon copy, except with less 21 pilots. Exactly. So who, who swept the awards last year? Yeah, I think they got nominated this year for one category. Oh but lord, man, they killed everybody <laughs> last year, and still a band that Mike and I are not familiar with. No, no, we'll or, have to get into them sometime. I think soon. so. That was my goal for this year, but after Warped Tour, I think. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to do that when we have the time. Uh, so there's there are like dozens and dozens of categories. So we're not going to go through all of them. We'll just go through the major ones. So while we're going through them, why don't we talk about uh, since it is fan driven? Why don't we talk about who we want to win and who we think is going to win? Okay. All right. So we had to put ourselves in the minds of thirteen-year-old girls, which is easy. I'm put, I'm going with seventeen. Okay. Seventeen. Yeah. All right. They're more mature. <laughs> They're almost adults. 
We're All right, so let's, college. So I will do 13, you will be 17. Yes. So here we go. So we'll do the nominations for best vocalists, and the nominees are Tyler Carter from Issues, Vic well, Fuentes. Tyler Carter would only win if Mike was voting. And I am voting. <laughs> so uh, so that's got, the 28 to 30-year-old yeah. male uh, <laughs> males think that Tyler Carter will win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I swept that category. Uh, Vic Fuentes of Pierce the Veil. Who hasn't released a new album for three years weird. now. Why is he being nominated? Uh, Lynn Gunn of Paris. So that's a, a, a mm-hmm. that's, they, they threw her name in there. Uh, Adam Lazara, Taking Back Sunday. Yes. Uh, Jeremy, Jeremy McKinnon, A Day to Remember, who mm-hmm. hasn't had an album since 2013. Right. Uh, and Haley Williams, Paramore. Again, no album since 2013. And nominated last year. And nominated last year as well. <laughs> There's plenty of other singers out there, Alternative <laughs> Press. You're a music site. So the 28 to 30-year-olds will vote for Tyler Carter Adam will, Tyler Carter will win for everything. Vic Fuentes will win. <laughs> 17-year-olds will vote for You're Vic going Fuentes. with Vic Fuentes? And you're going with Tyler Carter? I'm going with Tyler Carter, team? yeah. I've, Tyler Carter's everywhere. He's been guesting on like every, all the know, popular bands. It drives bands. me fucking nuts. It kind of does. <laughs> it's getting a little annoying now. Yes. But uh, I feel like uh, he's and, and he's a talented enough dude to where people will g- legitimately uh, vote for him, and then he'll get the padding from the, the, the young crowd. So okay. I'm going Tyler Carter. I'm going Vic Fuentes. Nominations Who for... Who I want to win are <laughs> a whole different story. Yeah. Who do you want to win? Adam Lazar. Okay, I'm going to go... I'm, I'm split between Lynn Gunn and Adam Lazara. Yes. All right, so we got uh, nominations for Best Live Band. Data Remember, Let Live. Never seen, well, we've got to go with the bands that we've seen live versus the ones we haven't seen live. True. A Data Remember, Let Live, Panic at the Disco, Paramore, 21 Pilots. <laughs> <laughs> Who the, the fuck do you think you and I would want to win, Mike? <laughs> and, uh, the only Wonder band Years. we've seen live. And for good reason, because they're amazing live. Yes. When we talked about them a few weeks ago. But I feel like, I do think Let Live would win. Let Live should win. It's going to and be a day to remember. Would, and you think it's going to be a day to remember? I think it's going to be 21 Pilots. <laughs> <laughs> There's only two people in that band. Yeah, I know. At least a day to remember has five. <laughs> Nominations for a breakthrough band. Uh, Beartooth. Ooh. Echo Smith. Modern Baseball. Why Echo Smith? I don't know. They're not alternative. Uh, They're folky, twin forksy stuff. We're going for breakthrough band, not alternative. I don't care. It's alternative press. Right? But uh, what do you call it? 21 Pilots. Is or alternative, eh, ish. They wear ski masks and and headbang. Okay, yeah, that's that's folk punk right there. <laughs> Modern baseball, uh, neck deep, Paris, and uh, this wildlife. Well, wait, which category was this? Huh? Sorry, I got so best, angry. Be- best breakthrough band. <laughs> breakthrough. Well, my vote goes for Paris because I feel like they just came out of nowhere and they're already blowing up. So I, I feel like they deserve it. My vote goes for Beartooth, but I think Paris will win. I think Beartooth is going to win. So Ooh. we're opposite. Are they that popular? I, yeah, well, especially with the younger crowd, too. And we'll get to them when we get to more of the nominations. So let's let's go ahead and skip uh, Best Bassist, uh, Best International Band. <laughs> best well, Bassist. You want to do International, international band? band? Well, yeah, because I know who I want to win that one. Yeah. Uh, the 1975, The Amity Affliction, yes. Marmosets, New Politics, North Lane, and Cross Faith, who was also nominated last year. And North Lane is also Australian, who I yes. learned about from a teenager, haven't listened to yet. Okay. Hardcore? Um, if they're Australian, then it must be hardcore. Yeah, because they <laughs> tour with, with the Amity Affliction a lot. Right, right. So I think it's pretty solid who we want to the win. The Amity in. Affliction? Amity Affliction. All the way? And I think Amity Affliction's going to win. Now, yeah, who in America is really seeing these bands, do you think? Like, like who do you think is the know. most popular amongst the American Has to be Amity crowd? Affliction. 
Amongst the I, American I, teenager crowd? Yeah, because I'm not seeing any press on these other bands. Hmm. It's hard to tell because we follow Amity Affliction now because yeah. we're fans of them. Maybe maybe we're just watch. Maybe we're just seeing them with the rose-colored glasses, you know? Right. I've heard good things about the 1975. Yeah. I don't really know. Here's an interesting one. Uh, let's, do, let's do best guitarist. Uh, Aaron Let's. Bally from Saves the Day, Jordan Which Buckley. Interesting. Jordan, yeah, no, it's Saves the Day hasn't had an album for two years, and, and they have. They're not exactly known for their guitar work. No. <laughs> uh, Jordan Buckley of Every Time I Die, Tony Perry of Pierce the Veil. How do you feel about the Every Time I Die? Because you've actually heard them. Yes, I've heard all of their albums, and their guitar work is a fucking amazing. Ah, okay. I'm not a big fan of that band, but their guitar work is splendid. No sinister gates on this one. <laughs> not this year, not this year. We also got uh, Kevin Scaff of A Day to Remember. Mm. Will Swan of well, Dance Gavin Dance. Who should win? <laughs> and Jackie Vincent of Falling in Reverse. Well, he did a great job on this most recent album. He did. I'll give him, I'll give him credit on that one. We've already explained that, but Will Swan is by far like the greatest guitar player my, in yeah, the world. My vote goes for Will Swan, um, but I'm thinking Tony Perry of Pierce the Veil is going to win. And I'm going to go with Jackie Vincent. You're going... To win? To win. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Not by ch- my choice, but just from the popularity. That's that's a good vote. That's a good vote. Uh, let's see. Uh, best, yeah, let's do best drummer. Best drummer is Cyrus, I'm not going to pronounce his last name, from uh, Newfound Glory. Ryan Dawson from All Time Low. Ooh. Jake Garland from Memphis May Fire. <laughs> Adam. Every time, what is it? every time I hear that name, it just makes me laugh. Memphis May Fire. That band's just that terrible, I guess. <laughs> Adam Gray from Texas in July. Matt Grainer from August Burns Red. And Luke Holland of uh, The Word Alive. Well. Because we've seen Luke Holland, and he did a cover of Skrillex song. Uh, yes, he I did. I think my vote's going to naturally go to him. Right. Although the August Burns Red guy is pretty incredible. He's pretty. He's a damn good drummer. Those are the only two I've heard out of yeah. all of these guys. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm probably going to stick with Luke Holland because he was a famous YouTube sensation before true, he yeah. became the drummer for The Word Alive. And My vote goes for him, and I also think he's going to win. Okay, we'll see. What um, does America think? Best underground band. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Being as an Ocean. Praise Jesus. <laughs> Praise Jesus. <laughs> Not We Are the Ocean. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Hotelier. Uh, Pook. <laughs> are they still underground? I, if I've heard of them, I don't think they're underground. They're not on Warped Tour this year. But no. Jared Alonji made them famous with He did. Just, the, just with the couple <laughs> seconds that he made fun of them. Uh, Major League, State Champs, and Tiger's Jaw. I'm not really going to give a vote on this. I, I have no clue. Major League is at Warped Tour. Mm-hmm. But, you know, our band, Major League 3, Back to the Minors, uh, is not denominated. <laughs> Maybe next year. We'll, we'll put ourselves on the ballot. <laughs> we'll be breakout artists next year. All right, so here's an interesting, uh, here's an interesting uh, category. Nominations for Song of the Year. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a big one. Beartooth, Beaten in Lips. Eh, not my favorite song on that album, but good I enough. I like the song still. Yeah. Uh, you know me and my, uh, my, my child abuse yeah, songs. Yeah. I, I like this it to not be in my face. The beaten in lips. <laughs> let, me, let me dig through the layers to get to it. Yeah. Don't just shove it in my face. <laughs> Uh, spookiness in white. That's motionless in white. With rein- <laughs> God damn it! Stop calling them that. <laughs> Why not? Because it's not their name. Uh, motionless in white with uh, their their lead single reincarnate. That was on my my top songs yes. of the year. It didn't make the top twelve, but it was definitely in the top fifty ish. Uh, here's a song that I only heard because of this nomination list. But the real friends with "I Don't Love You Anymore." It's a good song. Oh, this is the song that Census Fail covered. Uh, with uh, um, on the uh, census. Overboard? Oh crap! No, never mind. 
No, Real Friends was the name of the song. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Everyone's running out of names. Uh, set it off with Why Worry. No. Uh, sense, uh, sleeping with Sirens. Kick Me. Oh, God. See, and that was the only song on that album that I... Liked. I liked. Yeah. No, actually, the the final track I liked. Oh, okay. I ended up giving that a 2 out of 15. Ooh. But Kick Me... I mean... There's something how, about it? How can you not just go, You don't know shit! You don't know shit about me! <laughs> You don't know shit, shit, shit. You don't know one goddamn thing about me. Why are you so mad, Kellen? I know. Kellen, calm And he's down. like, he's got this giant smile on his face in the video while he's singing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> Kellen, have a it's... Snickers bar. You're a whiny little bitch when you're hungry. <laughs> and finally we got uh, Paris with uh, My House. The, the second single from uh, was... White Noise. Right. The, the song of her and Dave breaking up. Yes, yes. exactly. <laughs> so uh, who, who, who are you going to vote for for song of the year? Ah, uh, fucking douche. Um, I don't know. Oh, my favorite one out of there, I guess, would have to be Beartooth. Okay. But, um... Mine would Kellen be... is going to win. Kick Me is going to win. Mine is going to be... My vote is going to be for Paris, my house, and I agree with you that Kellen Quinn is going to sweep this... Uh, <laughs> he's only nominated for one. <laughs> but I, no, right. I feel like he's going to sweep this. If I, look, if I looked at the voting results, right. I feel like it's going to be a majority Kellen well, Quinn on as this As you one. know, we don't know shit. We don't no, know we shit don't. about him. Kellen, so. shut up. <laughs> God. We've only listened to four of your fucking albums, but we don't know shit about you. <laughs> here we go. Here's, here's probably probably the uh, most important uh, nomination uh, here, yes. in, in my opinion. Nomination for album Which one, of which the band year. do you want to have a five-way with? Yes, go. there we go. <laughs> nomination for album of the year. Beartooth, disgusting. Interesting. Interesting, Interesting. choice. Black Veil Brides with... Black Veil Brides. I'll be getting to You'll that get one to next soon. week. Haven't started it yet. Circus Survive, Day Census. Interesting. Not a great album. No. But still some good songs. Every some. Time I Die, From Parts Unknown. Now that one, you said, was their like, concept-y... Like, it was the one album, that all right? of the uh, critics said was like their masterpiece. Yes, masterpiece. And I listened to it, and I was like, and disagreed. Right. I was like, oh, that's all right. Kind of like point five, the great chapter? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Uh, then we got... Frank won the celebration. Can you believe that Frank Iero actually got some love on this? I know. I was in shock. Frank Iero in the celebration with stomach aches. But and I gave that album, you know, a fifty-fifty. Yeah, it was pretty damn good for a side project. It's okay. Album, but what's the fucking next one? Jared Gerard Way, Hesitant Alien. They put a a major label. Yeah. Album on this list. B. They pitted two former band members against. That's each true. Other. Do you think they're going to go on stage and duke it out? Out and then make out. I would watch that. <laughs> <laughs> They're both very pretty men. Interesting. Oh, they, Interesting. One uh, when Black when, when My Chemical Romance did their big Black Parade tour and yes. they were on tour with like Lincoln Park and stuff. Uh, they had a show at the uh, crap at San Bernardino, the Hyundai. Was it the Hyundai Center? It's now called the San Manuel Amphitheater. Okay, that one. Uh, so yes. they, they had a show over there, and apparently there was a big controversy. During that set, because Gerard Way made out with uh, Frankie Rowe on stage during um, "I Don't Love You," which is an I, which is an odd song to make out with somebody. I don't love you. <laughs> well, he can't make out with his brother on stage. No, that's true. But that would have been more fun to watch. But you know, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, crap, what's it? Never mind. I had a joke. But the la- uh, last, <laughs> last, uh, no, it's not the last one. Uh, issues, the self-titled album. With Issues with issues, you know. Adams, 
one of his Displaying least favorite albums. albums. Yes. One of Mike's favorite albums. So we're divided on we're that We're divided one. on this. Right. La Dispute, which is a band that's getting a lot of attention and getting a lot mm. of respect in the scene nowadays. Mm. Rooms of the House, equal sign. And then uh, Lincoln the, Park. What? Rooms of the House, equal sign? Yes. There's the equal sign at the end of it. It's part of the title. I don't know why. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lincoln okay. Park with The Hunting Party. Okay. I haven't gotten there yet, but what's your feeling about... You gave that one an honorable mention. Maybe? I really, really enjoyed it. And I struggled okay. to take that. I, 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 I contested whether or not to put that on my top of the year. Yes. And finally, Real Friends. Maybe this place is the same, and we're just changing. That's a deep title, man. Totally. Totally. <laughs> so, uh, to be fair, we haven't listened to all of these albums Most yet. of them, though. Yeah, most, most of, of them. them. Uh, so, just... Uh, just Speaking on the top of your head, who, do, who would you vote for for album of the year? My, my, well, my favorite on all of those is the Beartooth album. Mm-hmm. Not that I would say it was the best album of, I don't know what year they're talking about. It came out last year? Yeah. yeah. For, so this is all 2014 albums? Correct. Uh, I'm not sure if Black Veil Brides came out in 13. I mean, 13 no, or 14. No, it was 14. Was it 14? 14. Yeah, because okay. the Wretched and Divine came out at the beginning of 13. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I'll, I'll be getting to two of these in the coming weeks. But I got to just stick with Beartooth because I really hated Hesitant Alien. Mm. but I, And I know I liked Beartooth better than Frank Iero. True. So, um, yeah, interesting Beartooth disgusting for Adam. And uh, I think it's no surprise I'm going to throw my vote over to Issues for their self-titled debut album. And that will probably be the one that wins. I'm thinking Gerard Way is going to win. God damn it. I, 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 have a, I have a strong feeling about that. But it's not a good album. No, but Gerard <laughs> Way. And little girls love Gerard Way. Even though no. he's like twice their age. I was going to say, maybe <laughs> ten years ago. I think his fans aged with him. I right, don't so, care anymore. So we'll do a couple more uh, we'll, we'll do a couple more nominations before we uh, end out this segment. So we, have, you know, we got the nominations for Artist of the Year. Now, this is a long Artist. list. We got, ten, we got ten nominations here. We got Against Me, Black Veil Brides, Crown the Empire, Issues, Spookiness in White, Newfoundless fa- in White, <laughs> Newfound Glory, Of Mice and Men, Slipknot, Taking Back Sunday, and Weezer. Holy now, shit. to be fair, that's a really strong list. I think if Black Veil Brides doesn't win for album of the year, which they possibly really could, mm-hmm. they're a close second to issues, I guess. Yeah. Um, then they'll probably win for this category. Okay, so you're going to go Black Veil Brides. Their fan base is ridiculously weird, and we'll vote in droves for them. Yeah. Um. I don't think the Slipknot fans give a shit about this. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Slipknot fans are watching the Alternative no, House Music Awards. Definitely not. They're too busy getting stabbed in the head <laughs> <laughs> in Iowa. <laughs> um. Oh crap! There were so many there. So you want me to read it again? Against yes. Against Me, Black yes. Veil Brides, Crown the Empire, hmm. Issues, Spookiness, Newfound Glory, Of Mice and Men, Slipknot, Taking Back Sunday, and Weezer. It could be Crown the Empire. You think Crown the Empire is going to take it? I think that they have a shot wow. at winning because they have they also have a, a super devoted fan, base, fan yeah. base, and they also released a weird concept album last year. Yeah, <laughs> um, and right now their fan base is super duper charged to vote for them. Does damn damn runaways, man? I know. So yeah, it's either going to be Black Veil Brides or Crown the Empire. Uh, my vote's going to go towards Taking Back Sunday. Well, that's who I would want to win. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I don't think <laughs> it's going to happen. I though. think I think you're right that Black Veil Brides is going to take it. Followed closely behind by Issues, in my mm, opinion. Okay. I think Issues is just blowing up, and they, they really got the young crowd down. 
They got that, you know, because you know they got they got the al- the alternative hardcore rock. They got the, the, the they got the alternative hardcore rock crowd, and then they got the hip hop R and B crowd, and together they well, you know what they, they, they say. I used to drive a Corolla. Now I drive a Ford Focus. <laughs> that girl's like a Corolla. Now I drive a Ford Focus. I got this home girl. You know she drive me crazy. <laughs> she like Corolla. These days I drive Ford Focus. It doesn't. It doesn't work, man. It, it just doesn't, doesn't work. work out as well. And as much as I dislike that lyric, it's a pretty popular band. It's a pretty popular band. So uh, we got. Uh, so finally, we got the best music video, which we're not going to go through because I don't want to watch the music videos. Neither do I. Uh, but my vote would have been for "Bring Me the Horizons Drown." God damn it! Because it was my song of the year last <laughs> I year. I think that was. Uh, it was that, a good video too. It was a better video than the other ones on this list that, I, that I've seen. Yeah, yeah. You haven't um, seen all six or whatever. Is "Kick Me" on there? No. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> that was a really bizarre video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, probably Bring Me the Horizon will win because their fans are definitely oh, they got hardcore fans. Ha- yeah. Why do you release a single in October and now it's fucking April and there's no, no mention of an album or anything like that? Those damn cock teases, man. And then Mike's like, oh, it's going to be the best song of the year, la la la. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Metal music is moving in such an awesome direction, guys. Yeah, fuck you. In six months. <laughs> yeah. Eight months. Twelve months. Exactly. Whenever it comes out. Whenever it comes out. But yeah, that, that's, that, that, was a, that, was a quite, that was quite a list in uh Looking forward to the Alternative Press Music Awards this when, year. When are they? July. I don't know the exact date. Oh, crap, that's a, so that's it's, a ways away. Yeah, so, so voting is going to take a, a while. So I'll, I'll keep I'll be keeping an eye on the voting. Okay. Uh, hopefully they'll show the results as well, so we can probably see who's going to be leaning in and, uh, and and snagging those awards, man. Need more love for Let Live. Oh yeah, right? definitely. They were only nominated for one live. Last year. Yeah, live, and then one this year for best live band. Right. And I'm like, this band is so freaking much better than so many of these other bands. Exactly, yeah. So, and we got to meet him fucking face to face, and he and just for that he should win an award. Exactly. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, but you know, uh, you know, that's that's one of the problems I think for keep for having an award ceremony that's strictly fan based. You start to get these odd nominees, and then mm. the winners are. You, you get you know this sour it's taste in your mouth. Down. Yeah, you get a sour taste in your mouth from some of the winners. I'm like, ugh. Like, Do we know who's hosting it this we year? We don't know who's hosting because the nomination was just uh, last year was Mark Hoppus. So this year will be Tom DeLong. And <laughs> 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 yeah, we don't know who's hosting and we don't oh, know who's God. performing. Uh, and, and, and they also do some other fun things like they give the Lifetime Achievement Award. Last year they gave it to uh, uh, Billy Corgan and they gave like oh, the yeah. Superstar Award or something to like Joan Jett. Yes. I think it was. I think it's the name of the award. I can't remember. So they do some fun things also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not only that, they do... Um, Live performances like Falling Reverse featuring Coolio. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Gangsta's Paradise 2014, bitches. It was, it, was, it was awesome if you looked at it like as a comedy. It was <laughs> <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> Incredible. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to this, and I hope that the, the show will be much better than last year because last year's show was there, – there's a lot of good about it, but it could it, it could have tightened up and been a, been a much better show. Now, the real question, do you and I drive to Cleveland? To interview fans. I thought we already said yes on that. Well, it's up to my wife. Now that now, I got a Ford Focus, <laughs> and I'm, stop, you can drive. I'm not driving Makilla's 1998 Corolla anymore. <laughs> 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 we can drive to Cleveland and go exactly. see it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and if if you happen be, to be in the Cleveland area, you can actually go and get tickets on an altpress.com and you know attend it. They do it like a big festival. It's really cool yeah. the way they do it. And it's right in front of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which apparently is like right next door to the Alternative Press headquarters. Yeah, why not? I I read. Everything's everything's appropriately set up. Right. Yeah. Since none of these bands will ever end up in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. All right, guys. So I mean, if you're interested in any of those bands, and I, I actually, rec- I mean, 
we gave a hard time to some of the nominees, but I actually recommend that you guys go check out this list and check out some of the bands that are nominated because, I mean, regardless of how we feel, these are the people leading the underground music scene. So we recommend that you go, if, if you want some new music to check out, go check out these bands and, you know, follow them. You might, and you, who knows, you might, your, your next new favorite band might be in that list in there. Right. Two, one. All right, man. So sounding off this week, since you got some reviews that you want to get to, just a couple. I got a review that I want to get to. Ooh, jerk. You haven't reviewed an album since like February 2013. That's right. And that was we're Paramore's. Gonna, and we're gonna keep that streak going because I'm not reviewing an album this week. Oh, crap, reviewing okay. uh, <laughs> an animated movie. Actually, I saw this. Oh, it was released digitally this past week. It's called Batman vs. Robin by Joel Schumacher. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's, 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 Wait, uh, I don't get it. <laughs> Joel Schumacher uh, directed Batman and Robin, 1998. Oh, okay. Yeah. Best movie ever, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we were at that studio. We were. We saw where it was filmed. We saw where the disaster happened. <laughs> we were at ground zero. It still smells bad. <laughs> Stank of Robin and Batman. So this is the next film in the uh, the DC animated uh, cinematic universe. They, they, they made an effort back in 2012 to uh, interconnect all of, their inter, uh, all of their animated movies, starting with the Flashpoint Paradox and then with the first Justice League War movie. And uh, this is... I'm going to say right at the top, this is the best one of those. And they've, they've been, so far, they've been kind of hit and miss in, in terms of quality. Um, Flashpoint Paradox was great. Uh, the follow-up movie, Justice League War, was all right, even though it had its moments in the action scenes. Mm. The next one was that was Son of Batman, which is kind of boring as fuck. Batman and, actually banged someone? Yeah, Talia al Ghul. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Batman only, can have sex too, buddy. I've only seen it in Batman XXX. Yeah, well, that's and he didn't we, get anybody pregnant because he pulled out like a real man. Well, how do you know that? Pulling the pull-out <laughs> method only works a, a certain percentage of the time. Sixty to forty percent. I don't know. But I'm the pull-out master because <laughs> I'm the king. I'm the pull-out king. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hashtag sorry. Portlandia. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, but uh, yeah, the son of Batman is a uh, was uh, kind of boring. <laughs> yeah, the son of Batman movie was kind of. Uh, boring even though it had its parts and then mm. the follow-up justice league movie was better than the first one even though it still wasn't there but now finally the the the, the dc cinematic universe seems to cause it stride and i hope that they keep this going because uh mm. batman versus robin is a fucking fantastic film and if you don't know if you don't follow the uh, comic series it loosely follows the fantastic court of owl storyline which was written by uh scott snyder back in 2012 and uh, and it also borrows a lot of elements from like the Batman six 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 universe. Uh, I don't know it's dark. Devil Batman. It's Devil Batman. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then also uh, also carries over from uh, an old Grant Morrison storyline called uh, the Nobody, which which it was, he was a villain who tried to turn Batman's son against him because Batman's son is it, Batman's son. His name is Damien, and uh, he's Robin in this film, and he's very much somebody who. Uh, he he was raised by the League of Assassins, so he was he he was taught how to kill. He's like the perfect killing machine, despite being a ten year old boy. Uh, and uh, so when Batman took him under his wing, he had to teach him how to uh, you know look past that Ve- oh. justice, not vengeance. Very much like Dexter. Very much like Dexter, kind gotcha. of. Yeah. Okay. Except Dexter's a killer. <laughs> right, right, but rightfully so. <laughs> rightfully so. Only yeah. killing bad people. Yeah, yeah, but 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 you know Batman and Robin. Bring justice to bad people, and we don't kill them. Fine. Bad Through the court of no, law. No, you don't kill. <laughs> Through the court of law so that they can waste away in the jail system and cost taxpayers millions. Yeah, of course. Right. 
where it's much more cost-effective just to kill them and dump their bodies in the ocean. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes, says the two people who are against the uh, death penalty. <laughs> but vigilante justice. <laughs> we never said anything about that. Uh, but Sorry, uh, been banging a lot of Fox News chips lately. <laughs> the, uh, the voice work on this is actually pretty cool, and it features... Someone that uh, you are quite fond of, uh, Weird Al Yankovic, actually does oh. a voice in this. He plays uh, the villain, the doll maker, and uh, I'm just Creepy. gonna I'm just gonna spoil it. He he dies in the first eight minutes of the movie. But, <laughs> well, that was quick. But he but he but he has this really creepy tinge to his voice. He he, he plays demented so well, and mm. you almost forget that it's Weird Al at, at the time. But the, it's it's, right. it's it's a fantastic film, and I recommend that your wife watch it because uh, she I think she would enjoy it. That wife right there. That wife, the okay. one. Sed- seductively combing her hair right in front of combing us. Combing her beautiful red hair. <laughs> gorgeous, gorgeous hair. So, that, so uh, yeah, well, so yeah. That, so so I def- it, it, the, the movie is out digitally right now. It'll be out on DVD uh, within the next couple of weeks. I don't have the exact release date in, in my mind right now, but the, if, if, if it comes across your way, I definitely recommend that you guys check it out, especially if you... Especially, yeah, add it to your new iPad, Don. And then, uh, <laughs> and especially if you're acorn, if you if you've just been hankering for some... Uh, DC action. Action's great in this movie as well. So, good good on you, DC, and keep it up. Adam, you've right. got... Now, now let's talk about stuff that you care about. <laughs> <laughs> I know about Batman. He's a, he's a man. He, he, he's he kind of crazy. He dresses, dresses like, like a, bat. a bat. He's got PTSD. Lots of PTSD. <laughs> yeah. We already discussed that. <laughs> Michael Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Batman. Uh, so, uh, you got you got four albums you're going to be reviewing this week. Where did I leave off? Uh, well, let's go ahead and start with uh, Straight From The Path. Yeah, because there's, again, not too much to say about them. This is uh, uh, this is uh, Make Your Own History. This right. is their fifth album. Fifth album. I think it... I don't remember when it came out. I didn't care enough uh, about it to yeah. look it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's say 2010. That's, that sounds like a good year. It was pretty much an extension of their last one. Um, 25 hard, minutes, like I said. More hardcore punk, and we're going to be seeing them in, the, in, a, in a couple weeks. Emphasis on the hardcore element. Yes. Um, there was two tracks that were listenable. Mm-hmm. The first one was produced very well. A very, very good drumming on the first track. Okay. Um, but it just kind of devolves from there. And uh, there's a track called Damien that's kind of cool. Ooh. It's very uh, religious-based. Nice. And, and, and you know how I like things like that. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I gave it a two. Two out of... Uh, 12, 10? 2 out of 11. Okay, and this is like 20, 25 minutes long, right? 25 minutes, yeah. yes. So <laughs> album number 6 coming up is called Rising Sun. Uh-huh. Pushing it up to 32. What? I know. Who and let I, them stay in the studio <laughs> that long? I think their their 8th album is going to be pushing 40. Oh. So it's getting longer. <laughs> so they might have a long set because they're second bill at the show in uh, That's weeks. true, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're second bill on, on the show in a couple weeks, and they're going to play their entire discography. Yeah, really fast. <laughs> um, all right, so do you want to talk about A Thousand Suns? A Thousand Suns by Linkin Park. Now, you oh said that this was the start of their turn towards a new genre. Yes. Didn't you feel that as well, or did you feel Minutes this to Midnight? This one more so, but I feel like Minutes to Midnight was the start of it. It was definitely a start, but this one they actually kind of did much better with the songwriting. The st- uh, yeah, it was a lot more successful in the songwriting. Now, there's 15 tracks on this album, but guess how many songs are on this album? Oh, yeah, huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's the top of my head. Ten? Nine. Nine? There are nine real songs mixed in with a couple... There, there, there's literally a song called Empty Spaces, which is like 21 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so that Because they're something. deep, Adam. And uh, there's a song called 
Jornada del Muerto hmm. or Jornada del Muerto. I wish I spoke Spanish. Which is just about a minute twenty of just Chester going. <laughs> I'm sure that um, was just they recorded him yawning and then yeah. they slowed it down in post. <laughs> and Whoa, this is so deep. There's another minute and a half of Martin Luther King's speech. Oh, nice. And then there's another minute and a half of <laughs> <laughs> Yawn Part Two. <laughs> right, sounds like something would be on Yoko but Ono's album. The first real track, because the first two tracks are all instrumental. Yes, of just <laughs> for literally three minutes <laughs> for two tracks. But when the songs finally start on track three, "Burning in the Skies," pretty yes. damn good song. Um, I believe that was a uh, single. Weird thing for me is that I did not recognize the singles. Mm, okay. Um, other than Waiting for the End. I know I heard that one on the radio a lot. Yes. Um, I can't remember how it goes now. Um, but I never really liked that song. And I didn't like a lot of the songs at the beginning of this album. When They Came for Me was very long. That's the one with, uh, it's all rap. Yeah, yeah. It's Shinoda just talking about how, and I can't do everything you want me to do, blah, 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 and talking about all of his uh, influences and stuff. There's a song called Robot Boy, which is kind of lame. Um, yeah, I remember not liking that song either. Jumping up to Wretches and Kings. Yes. I like that one. Wretches and Kings. Are what you yeah. yeah. That. At first, it took a long time for that one to grow on me because he was singing kind of in a in a reggae tone. Yeah, in a weird, <laughs> grungy, <laughs> screamy... <laughs> But reggaeton, reggaeton cadence. Yes. It's, yeah, it's 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 an interesting song, but the, it 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 works. I like it a lot. Iridescent has got to be like the best Linkin Park song I've ever heard. Yes, Iridescent is a great song. That is really really good. I was like, I didn't know that they can make a song this good. <laughs> that was very impressive. Um, the Catalyst I enjoyed, and uh, the Messenger, which Close seems just kind of like a like a just a B side really. Mm-hmm. Just Chester with an acoustic guitar. Do you think it should have ended on Catalyst? No, Messenger was a great song. Okay. I felt that, uh, that it really rounded out the album well, judging that the first half of it was not so great. So I noticed so, that while you were talking about this album, you were doing so in a tone in which you sounded like you greatly enjoyed this. So out of nine tracks, I gave it a five. Ah. Five. Five. A That's majority the of the tracks. Linkin Park album <laughs> I've heard so far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so moving up, moving up. But yeah, that, that's what I was saying. Songs like Iridescent and The Catalyst and The Messenger really are standout tracks for this band just in their entire spectrum. And this is the this first point. album in their career to not make platinum on Ever? In, in, in the United States. They made platinum wow. in Poland. <laughs> well, good for them. <laughs> I guess in Poland you only need to sell 20,000 to make platinum because that's the oh. entire population. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but in the United States they only sold a 906,000 uh, albums of this. Like since 2010 when it came out? Yes, since 2010. Mm. This, is, this, is, this is the uh, uh, updated number. Okay. Um, yeah, I was really happy that I only knew one song off of this album going into it. Yeah. I'm holding on to what I haven't got. Which song, made, which song makes you want to listen, watch uh, Transformers 2 the most? Um, that was on the previous album. But <laughs> they have a song from Transformers 2 on this uh, album? I believe so. Oh, God, I don't even know. The Transformers movies seem to always come out when uh, Linkin Park has an album out. <laughs> <laughs> well, because freaking Mr. Han like, produces the the soundtrack for oh, them. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I he think does. he did, at least for the first Transformers yeah. movie. So, of course, he'd throw one of his own stupid songs <laughs> on there. So, good job, Linkin Park. Awesome. Um, I, I'm enjoying the... 
the aughts, or no, the teens version yes. of Linkin Park as opposed to the aughts version. Now, what's the name of the second one? Uh, Living one? Things. What's that? Living Things. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So at least they're going back down into a quick 37 minutes yeah. for that album. Um, I don't know. You, I know you didn't care for that one very no, much, right? No, not much. So I'll see what I think. I'll give it another listen this, this, this past week and follow okay. you up. So moving on to uh, How about Blork? we get some Blink? Blink. So this was Mike's favorite album? This is my favorite Blink-182 album. Take off your pants and jacket. You and get it? It's an innuendo. And that I did. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just following a trend here. My favorite Blink-182 hey, album there you go. so far. Oh, there you go. Um, Anthem Part 2. Yeah. Bridging the gap from Enema. Yes. From you know the end of of that album is Anthem and Anthem Part Two, pretty damn fucking good song. Um, then it hits a little bit of a snag. Okay. <laughs> Not a big fan of Josie. You are my source of <laughs> most frustration. The the bridge is kind of cool, but yeah. um, I didn't care for that song too much. I struggle with Mark Hoppus's singing style. Okay. To really you enjoy prefer it. De, you you prefer Delange? I prefer more of uh, Tom's songs from what I've noticed so far. Okay. Out of the, what the the three total songs <laughs> of Blink One Eighty Two I enjoy, but Happy Holidays, you bastard. Yes, the it's like the greatest seconds. fucking song in the world. It's Forty-two seconds, <laughs> and it's just I love it madness. every time. It's just madness. Every time I heard it, I was just like, "This is brilliant." <laughs> it's Christmas Eve, and I've only, only wrapped two fucking presents. Christmas Eve, and I've only wrapped two fucking presents. And I hate, hate, hate you because I always fucking hate you. And now I'll never talk to you again unless, unless your, your dad will suck me off. I'll never talk to you again <laughs> unless your mom will touch my car. I'll never talk to you again. Ejaculate into it. I'll never talk right. to you again. I'll never talk to you again. And then repeat, but put Grandpa eating seven yeah. hot dogs on Labor his pants on Labor Day. <laughs> I'm like. Again, I don't know how they got that past their label, but cool. <laughs> Why not, man? <laughs> and then we go into uh, Story of a Lonely Guy. That was kind of a cool song. I like that song. I like that one. Um, you know, First Date and The Rock Show are just, just awful. You, you think so? I, I, they're, think they're they're basically, I think they're cute songs. They're I feel like, like they're What's My Age Again and All the Small Things Part 2. See, I think those are insulting to your intelligence, but I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think First Date and Rock Show are at least cute. <sighs> Do you like my stupid hair? Could you rock guess show that I didn't know what to wear? Rock show more than first date, but yeah. <laughs> rock show always reminds me of the girl I worked at the coffee shop with back in 1999. Oh, did you who, meet her at a rock show? No, but she went to a lot of punk shows. She was into that band MXPX. Oh, right. And she went to shows all the fucking That's time. Some skater punk to the max, I know. man. And she was just adorable. So I always think of her when I when I hear that song. Mm-hmm. But I I got over her a long time ago, Mike. <laughs> I let it go. Sure. <laughs> I think her name was Jessica. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, Stay together for the kids. Again, it's like a pandering emotional song, you think much like Adam's song. You feels. think it's emotionally manipulative? I feel like it doesn't fit. It's like put your emotional shit on your side projects. Put it on Boxcar Racer. Sure, I haven't heard it yet, but or or Angels and Airways. See, I like I I still like Stay Together for the Kids. Yeah, it is a little emotionally it's, manipulative, but. Uh, it has I a big chorus. It does. I'll give it that much. Yeah, but I feel like um, it, it still has a foundation of what Blink has built so far, on top of an emotional, with an emotional layer on top of it. So it shows that they're progressing. But it I like. Oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, but it, but it doesn't uh, completely change directions, like where they're going to go with their next album. So I guess I will compare that to the next album. Mm-hmm. I just, I mean, I do like the fact that. They go. They alternate on the vocals. Yeah. Where Tom does the chorus and Mark does the, yes. the verse. That's always where. They, that's always where they. It's the just, best, in my opinion. Again, when it's right in your face, 
I fucking hate it. Yeah. I'd rather just look for the layers. Yes. And go Metaphors, good. Um, so I, I gave that one a shot because I did think like, okay, this is a pretty powerful chorus, mm-hmm. but I just can't be like, you know, sure. feeling good about this song. That's fine. That's fair. Um, Reckless Abandon was cool. Every time I look for you. Yeah. That's, that's a, a, that's a nice little uplifting punk love song. And I liked Shut Up. Yeah, Shut Up's a good song, too. I like that. I think. Give me one reason. Or give me one good reason. Yeah, how that's does, a good one. How does that one go? Give me one... No, give me one good reason. Is that a Tom song? Uh, it's like a Hobbit it. song. No, it, it is a DeLong song. Okay. Right. I think I gave, I did not give a pass to that. Okay. Shut Up took a while to grow on me. So, um, But Every Time I Look For You, I think, is probably the best song on this album. Oh, cool. I'm pretty sure that one's a Mark song. That is a Hoppus song, yes. Yeah, which is surprising because I, I struggle with his songs. Okay. But that one really stuck out to me a lot. So, I can never remember how many I gave this one, but one, 40 seconds, two, <laughs> Story of a Lonely Guy, three, Reckless Abandoned, four, Every Time I Look For You, five, Shut, shut up. up, six. Six out of 13. Six. Well, 13? Well, there's a bonus tracks in there, too. What did you think of the bonus tracks? And, and, and if you got the CD version back then, uh, you had a chance of getting the red version, the yellow version, over right. the green version. The, 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 yeah, and, and depending the jacket, on what version the you... Pants yeah. and the pants or the takeoff. And, and depending <laughs> on which one you got, you, it, it depends on uh, which two bonus tracks you got. I think um, you have the red version, right? Time to I break do, up I and Mother's Day. These are the only tracks I had. Oh, okay, so I didn't I, give you them then. No. So, yeah. And, and there's also a song called When You Fuck Grandpa, but <laughs> I haven't heard that song, so I'll have to check that out sometime Well, soon. somebody had to have <laughs> fucked Grandpa, or none yeah. of us would be here. <laughs> <laughs> somebody did, of course. <laughs> so, six out of 13. Six out of 13. Cool. The best Blink-182 album. So far. So far. Yeah. You haven't listened to the self-titled yet? That one's coming up. That okay. one's next. You haven't, you haven't given it any spins yet? Not yet. Okay, cool. So, so next, next. week you got uh, Living Things by Linkin Park. Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. We have we have one more album. One here. more to go. Yeah. The eponymous masterpiece. Really? Or no, well, you know, some would probably oh, consider some would say. this. Okay. <laughs> Wretched and divined: the story of the wild ones by the Black Veil Brides by the glam rock wannabe Kiss guys. So, this one is 19 tracks. Yes. But how many real songs are there? <laughs> Three. 12. Well, so, of course. I mean, it boils down to a, just a regular album. Yeah. Mixed in with a bunch of, like, one-minute kind of spoken word things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have you heard this album at all? I'm not listening to this band, man. <laughs> okay. You can't make me listen to this band. <laughs> so it, I have nothing to bounce my opinion <laughs> off of. But it's very much like the antithesis to the Crown the Empire album. Okay. Um, the story of the Runaways. Or Which Rise of the I Runaways. did not enjoy. But you did. I enjoyed that. Yes. But this is written from the bad guy's point of view. Yeah. So it's almost like... That's an interesting uh, concept, at least. Yes. So there's a track called I Am Bulletproof, mm-hmm. which is a pretty good track. Um, and then, yeah, there's there's four little, like, one-minute, or three little one-minute things where kind of like the the overlord is talking about, like, we will squash the uprising, blah, 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 and, and you know, squash, squash the wild ones. Yeah. <laughs> Kill the runaways! And so, like, all the songs are kind of written from the bad guy fighting against the rebellion. Yeah. Um, 
Which is an interesting concept. Yeah, because we, we haven't heard anything like that before. So that's none cool. of the songs are really that good. <laughs> so it's just, it's just, it's just, so it sounds like it's just, a, it's just a good concept, just poorly executed? Yes. Yeah. So uh, I Am Bulletproof was a good song, and then the last two tracks are good. Have they branched out of their crappy glam rock sound, or are they no. still just kind of doing the same thing? This one sounds like glam rock meets Nickelback. No, all the way. What a do you realize review, Adam. that Andy Beersack does an incredible Chad Kroger impression? <laughs> he really fucking does. Maybe he should be on that uh, compilation album that's coming up. <laughs> he probably should. There are certain parts where you're just like, I'm not sure if this is a Nickelback song or not. Um, but "Lost It All" is a good track, and in the end, which was like the single by Linkin Park. Yeah, <laughs> was a much better version of that song than Linkin Park did. Oh, <laughs> the gauntlet has been thrown. So then, like, basically it ends with, you know, another 45-second thing of, like, the, the, the overlord just saying, like, I guess we're, you know, we're, we're done, but we will rise again. And, you know, you guys will all kind of, like, be shoved back into the shadows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the rebellion will be squashed at some point. And so, yeah, there's a, there's three good songs out of 12. Okay. Still yeah. haven't, well, you're, at least your weeks are getting a little better. The concept better. works. And they made a fucking movie. Do you know oh, they made yeah, a movie? Yeah, I read that. Yeah, they did make a movie. <laughs> Like on starring, a special ed- starring real actors and yeah, on, it's a special edition DVD of this. I think. I guess I don't know. And Andy oh. Biersack is in it. And yeah, Andy Biersack <laughs> is in it. Um, I don't have much of a reason to watch that. Is it because you don't want to pay for it? No, even if I got it for free, I would, oh, really? I would probably be okay. really bored with it. I read the synopsis of it on Wikipedia, and yeah. it's like no. <laughs> so I'm not holding out much hope for uh, their self-titled coming up. Yeah. This is um, your. This is their third album right now. Yeah, third okay. out of four. So we just got you just got the self-titled coming up right now, and then uh, you got more straight. Done. You got two more straight straight from the paths. Yes. One more blink, and then you got the EP. I guess you can do that. Got two th- more blinks. Two more blinks. Self-titled. Oh yeah, and the neighborhoods. Yeah. Right. And then uh, two more Lincoln Parks. Two more Lincoln Parks, and then I think I'm going to put my hate fucks thing to rest. <laughs> This is a really, really it's, difficult process. Is it really taxing? That has like kept me from getting into a lot of other bands that I'd rather. Originally, be you were to. just going to throw in like one hate fuck, right? A week, and now, well, I mean, Black Veil Brides kind of bridged that sure. for Warp Tour, but th- it's taking a long time to get through <laughs> Blinkin Park. Um, no problem, man. Well, it's almost done. You got two more weeks to go. God damn it! And then, yeah, there's still a handful of other bands and, and new fucking Death Cab for Cutie that I don't oh, have time that's right. for. Kintsugi. <laughs> uh, I mean, have you listened to it at all? No. Okay. It's, it's really good. That's what I've been hearing. Yeah. You and uh, our new f- fan, Brian. He's from Bears Eat Me. Well, cool. You I, don't remember him? Well, I met him. I didn't know that was him. Oh, okay. The Brian on our list. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, guys, thank you guys uh, for checking out this show, uh, this uh, this week's episode. Sorry there's no Rebecca. Uh, that seemed to that seemed to have gone really well. Actually. I know. It really did. And uh, so, hence, we were 33% less funny. I guess so. This time through, I'm so sorry. We're, I'm so sorry. We're not that funny for you guys. We set okay. the we set the bar impossibly high, and we can't ever reach it again. I was like, I was dying <laughs> listening back to that episode. It was, just it was the a really best. fun episode. But we'll have Rebecca back on the show uh, sometime very soon. Uh, but but in the meantime, go check out our friends in the Melting Pod Network. That's the Melting Yes, we are back in the Melting Pod Network now. And uh, and uh, don't <laughs> forget to uh, break for five minutes. <laughs> don't forget to share this episode with your friends. And if you have a minute, please go over to our iTunes page. Help us out. Uh, send, give us a quick little rating and if you have a couple minutes please give us a nice honest review as well because your reviews are going to help make the show better uh for my co-host adam i am your co-host mike 
got nothing to say anymore because we are not funny. 33% less funny. <laughs> just, just, I'm dying here. We need, we need a Rebecca soundboard. That's what I it is. Know. With a weird little laugh. And <laughs> I thought that was just you imitating oh, right. somebody else. Hey, Mike. You, you're so funny on the show. <laughs> 